Welcome back to Insight on Cap Radio. I'm Beth Ruiak. An expansion of rent control in California has qualified for the November ballot, and child care workers are planning to unionize in the state. Cap Radio state government reporter Scott Rod has more on these topics in this week's Capital Chat. Hi, Scott. Hi, Beth. You know, rent control seems to be a topic that bounces. It moves from local jurisdictions, from cities, city ballots, to statewide efforts. And I often wonder about the choreography between the two. Choreography is a great word. Yeah, there's this sort of dance to figure out, okay, should something happen at the state level or should it be something that localities handle? And currently there is a state law that... um, Um, prohibits local governments from uh, imposing rent control on buildings um, that were built after 1995. It's known as Costa Hawkins. Um, But this ballot measure would, similar to one in 2018, which failed, it would repeal that and allow local governments a bit more flexibility to impose rent control. Um, So it's trying to loosen that choreography, so to speak, to go back to your metaphor. Mm Mm-hmm. Cities, I know Sacramento is in this category, might construct a rent control measure waiting to see what happens at the state level, whether it's needed in the city or not. But now let's look at what's going to happen in November, because California voters will have a choice to make on rent control. They will. And again, in 2018, a very similar ballot proposal came up and voters voted it down and they defeated it pretty soundly. Uh, I think it was around 60 percent of voters said, no, we're not interested in this. So uh, the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, their housing division, they brought this ballot back. They authored the one in two. 2018. And they said, you know, we think there's an appetite here still for rent control. There are a couple key changes to this Mm -hmm. version compared to last version. Uh, This one would apply to buildings uh, that are uh, older than 15 years old. Uh, It would also um, impose certain restrictions on how much rent can be raised. So landlords can raise rent uh, 15% over the course of three years. So they're hoping that two things. Uh, These new kind of narrower restrictions will um, encourage more voters to support it. And they're also hoping that, you know, voters are seeing that there is this housing crisis that is not getting better. There is a homelessness crisis that is not getting better. And they believe that voters seeing that will uh, earn more support this time around. So this does exclude single family homes. Does a duplex or a fourplex or the kind of downtown multiple housing units in big Victorian homes that you see, do those fall under this ballot measure? I'm going to hedge a little bit and say I am not 100% sure on that. I believe single family would be just an individual home where a single family lives in it, not necessarily a a duplex or one that is sort of subdivided into multiple apartments. Again, I believe. Okay, so single family homes are excluded. Anything else to know about the language of this measure and There's been so much more education about the housing crisis in the state. Is there any polling yet on how it might do? You know, this just qualified, so it's still very early on. Um, I I can say this, though. There is definitely strong opposition still, as there was in 2018, coming from the building trades and coming from the uh, Rental Housing Association in California. Both of them say this is going to cause property values to plummet. It's going to cause a lack of affordable housing to just 
just increase, and it's going to make it harder for people to find housing. So that's the argument against. Obviously, supporters say that that's uh, that's not the case. All right. I want to get to a second topic because Wednesday was a very big day at the state capitol for child care providers. And hearing some of the conversation that came out of that rally is a window into the world of child care providers, how they feel that they're looked at, treated, their issues with not only compensation, but health care and um, a, a number of other categories. Yeah, child care workers have been pushing for a union for years. Um, this is something that's in place in a number of other states, but in California, there isn't one. And there was some legislation passed last year, signed into law, that allows child care providers to unionize. And yesterday, um, a, a large group of child care providers came down to the Capitol and handed in about 8,000 union cards, which is, was an important step to formalizing this union. And they talked about how they feel as though their work is undervalued and underappreciated. In particular, I spoke to one child care worker. She's been working for 50 years in child care wow. and had this to say. For years, the term babysitter still lingers over us, even though we are educated, have degrees, have permits to teach and everything else, or early educators, but we're still undervaluated as far as our abilities. They think we're just staying at home, eating bonbons and watching TV and watching kids. So we put a lot of work into this and effort and time like I have. So I want to see that, that our profession gets recognized as a professional career and not just something people just do. And that's something that I heard over and over again yesterday, which was, you know, this is not this is giving us a seat at the table, but it's also reinforcing the legitimacy of child care work. And that was a big part of why people are supporting a union. People might not know the training that child care providers need to go through, what they have to do to renew their licenses, uh, the state inspections that happen, the unexpected inspections as well. But Funding for training, some of those support networks is um, part of the reasoning for wanting to unionize. Exactly. They're hoping to get more support from the state for education funding, for for uh, tr- uh, funding for training, and also for things like benefits like health coverage. Um, and it will also particularly help child care providers who uh, provide care to children from low-income families that rely on subsidies. So this union will be able to negotiate with the state about how much they're getting paid as a result of these subsidies, because right now there really isn't much um, sway that they have in terms of negotiating with the state. The legislation has been introduced. It is AB 378, correct? So it was introduced, it was signed last year, so it is law now. Um, and it's this is a matter of you know handing in union cards having the union elections and kind of formalizing it. There are three local unions that are banding together, uh, that are working together on this, uh, SEIU and uh, UDW, and they're representing different regions in the state. So 8,000 plus union cards handed in. Any idea of how many child care providers in the state this could encompass? There are tens of thousands of child care workers across the state. Um, it's estimated that those uh, child care providers who give care to children from low-income families, it's uh, over 40,000. So there are a good number of them. And again, those uh, providers who give care to children from those low-income families, those are the ones who are really going to see the most benefit. So they're expecting uh, child care providers from that 40,000 plus to really be kind of going all in on the, on the union. Okay. Anything else to know? We still don't have, at this moment, an official date for the governor's state of the state. 
That's right. They're not <laughs> saying anything in terms of, you know, when it may be. We're just sort of getting hints as to when it will be. You know, we're we're standing at the ready. We're hoping we get a little more heads up than what we got for the budget, which was about you know, 24 hours in terms of when the press conference was. Um, So we're hoping that we get a bit more of a heads up, but uh, we'll see. All right. Thank you, Scott. All right. Thank you. Scott Rod is Cap Radio's state government reporter. You can find more state government news at capradio.org slash insight. You're listening to Insight on Cap Radio.